Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. I've got John Regan with me. Say hey. Hey. (laughs) Okay, I got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune is in your house. It's episode 357. And my goodness, guys, we have got a hell of a show locked and loaded this week. It's going to be a, a blast. It's uh, Game That Tune episode 357, where we do the same thing that we've done in every other episode of Game That Tune. We're going to listen to video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs, a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night, uh, who guesses the most games, picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week, well, it was me. That's right. My uh, my show this week, my theme. And, you know, I, I'm i a red-blooded American man, and I saw the opportunity for a fantastic theme. It's episode 357. In this country, you know, we love us some guns. Uh, 357, famous caliber of gun, or bullet, whatever, uh, whatever that means. Um, so I figured this week for episode 357, we would do the ideal thing for America and outlaw guns. Uh, so there will be no guns on tonight's episode. That's the theme. Uh, a show without guns. If your character can fire a gun, if, you know, if there's a a game featuring a good guy with a gun, it's not on tonight's episode. Sorry. It, uh, you know, it doesn't work. For tonight's episode, a <laughs> uh, good guy with a gun in a lot of video games. That's all it takes to stop a bad guy with a gun. Video games have taught us that society has not bared that out, but video games have taught us that but we're not going to discuss that because there's no guns on tonight's show. So sorry, guys. Um, I'm going to have to ask you all to what turn about, in your firearms like, for the night. Hey, fuck you. What, if, what about like Billy Gunn or like his kids? I, I made it pretty clear. If, uh, if the game involves your character wielding a firearm, then you can't have it on tonight's show. If the okay. character happens to be named Gun, and they don't shoot a gun, then frankly, what are they doing in video games? <laughs> what? Scissoring. Um, what if the you you it's a game where you play as the gun, like example. Enter the Gungeon? Um, and no. a hush fell over the crowd. Like you, you pl- the. I I will we'll just have to see maybe maybe my game is gonna fit into that and we'll we'll see what happens I guess. You thinking of like a, like an old school Transformers game in which you get to play as Megatron for some reason and your character turns into a gun? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, you know Johnny, if oh. you found that in the lead up to this episode, 
Frankly, I'm proud of you <laughs> for you Actually, know, finding you deserve such a loophole of the theme. I, I did say if the character can fire a gun, it's not valid. I did not address whether or not the character could actually be a sentient gun. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> yes, I, Johnny, I if Johnny... you found the one game that lets us play as an actual <laughs> gun, then yes, yes, it could be on tonight's show. But I'm getting the, I'm getting the feeling you're just playing devil's advocate here, and I don't think you found that. I think Johnny tipped his hand, and he brought the Sega Genesis classic Arrow the AK-47. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So, well loved. You know, a lot of these 90s uh, platforming mascots probably would have had more success if they had been sentient guns. Like, we all love Rocket Knight Adventures, but why not Rocket Launcher Adventures? Yeah, but, uh, but that's not, that. That, does that count as a gun? It's a firearm of some kind, yes. Oh, I well, guess that's more of a ballistic. You brought all rocket launchers. You set your golden eye settings to rockets yeah. and brought and it to the show. Like, Fuck. Fuck. Listen, guys, this is a great way for me to introduce our special guest tonight, the NRA, who will tell us what is a gun <laughs> and what is not a gun. <laughs> uh, okay, what bring him in. <laughs> crossbow. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming there has didn't... to be some kind of a explosive aspect because if if gunpowder is not involved is it really a gun that's i mean i did say firearm uh is a crossbow a firearm what is does a rocket launcher count as a firearm yeah it shoots fire according and to the second using, amendment hell yeah uses okay. uses fire to shoot a uh you know missile of some kind yes okay, okay. i think it's so. a normal crossbow is not a firearm but if you're shooting a bolt that's on fire, now there it is, is a firearm. Ooh, what yeah. about that's the like, line? You know, in Rambo, when he has the grenade bow arrow things, mm -hmm. does that count? No, but Rambo also uses a lot of guns in that movie, <laughs> so it wouldn't be valid. It's like Rambo only uses that bow to blow up one guy just to prove a point. The rest of that movie, he's killing people with guns. Um, it's a rad fucking movie. We should watch it. But yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think we all know what the theme is, because um, yes. really, there's a lot of games goofing. out there that don't involve guns at all. So it's uh, like Tetris. It was kind of Much, funny. I thought yeah, exactly. this was going to be a hard theme. And then I was like, wait a minute. There's a shit ton of games without yeah, guns. Exactly. We could have even made the made the theme games in which you shoot, but they don't have guns. It could have just been all fucking sports and photography games. What about lasers? But, they come out of a gun? Yeah, but it's not a firearm. Well, I mean, but what is a laser if not a type of fire? You're shooting. It's, it's light. Amplified by a stimulation of electronic radiation. So yeah. only if it comes from a gun. <laughs> so if this is a, a Superman game where you have laser eyes, you're fine. So yeah. no, yeah, no. Yes, if, if Superman shot somebody with his laser eyes, it's fine. If Superman shot somebody with a laser gun, then it's a problem. <laughs> well, yeah. The thing is, is a laser is not a gun. Laser is an acronym, as John just demonstrated. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Another real quick. Superman. You know. You know. See where he gets like shot, and like he grabs the bullet with his like teeth and then he you're, like you're thinking spits of it back. a pet detective okay no either way <laughs> that's the mask <laughs> yeah he spits it back out at them yeah and it does that count as a firearm 
I feel hmm. like technically that wouldn't happen because Superman would not spit bullets at people because Superman <laughs> right. does not kill. Fuck well, you, Man of Steel. There has <laughs> been an evil Superman. And again, you're thinking of the evil mask. You're thinking of Dorian <laughs> Tyrell in the 1994 film The Mask when he sold the mask from Stanley Ipkiss. That's not a thing Superman really does. Superman doesn't really inhale gunfire and spit it back at people. What, what if <laughs> Superman <laughs> had the mask? God, yeah, God that's, now we got a problem. Okay, we should put on the list. <laughs> if Superman put on the mask, we got a big fucking problem. God, yeah. Smoking <laughs> Superman. I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, classic catchphrase. Smoking <laughs> Superman. We need to do a deep dive into the character Johnny just came up with. <laughs> fucking Superman wearing the mask and all he says is smoking <laughs> Superman. That's that's good shit there, Johnny. You should write for these I movies. <laughs> I think all our artists watching or being part of the podcast have their drawing prompt for the weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I love that idea, Johnny. Superman... <laughs> Blows somebody away with a laser pistol, and he looks at their charred corpse and says, "Smoking <laughs> Superman." <laughs> wow, we've got ourselves a new movie on our hands. Because you know, ring up fucking James Gunn. Uh, the fucking the DC universe needs this movie. How um, have we gotten to Pete came that tune before we even started the show? It's truly impressive, man. It's uh, it, this is what happens, man. You 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 leave guns off the show. And uh, we're achieving, like, utopia faster than ever. You know, Johnny's nonsense is in full tilt. All we needed to do was take the bullets out of the gun. So, we got five fantastic games. We got a great fan request. And, uh, guys, we just got to, you know, load this sucker up. So, Johnny, cock the hammer. It's time for action. Game one.
Alright guys, so this game, about 31 years after its original release, is now receiving a remastered edition on modern consoles like PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Switch, um, as well as the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Who's, uh, who's got some answers? I'm very ready. I just have to make sure that I line it up correctly. Alright. So let's see here. Um, John says Bucky O'Hare, which is incorrect. Uh, Jesse says Super C, which is incorrect. And David says Smoking Superman. David, let's get a close-up on that Smoking Superman there. I want to see that. Yeah. Oh my god, you gotta take a picture of that and post it just great. Really? But really it really captures it. <laughs> But also, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> well. This is Trip World, originally released for the Game Boy. It's a Sunsoft title. Um, and Limited Run Games is putting out a, a re-release of it um, this year. Ooh. Uh, including hmm. physical... If you, you can actually buy a you know, cartridge will work on your Game Boy and Game Boy Color, which I find very impressive. Uh, the original was not made for Game Boy Color, so they actually made a Game Boy Color edition of this here. Um, it is an incredibly cute platformer game where you play as uh, Yakupu, uh, a little, like, morphing creature. Uh, throughout the game, you can morph into different forms uh, at your at your leisure. It's not like a here's a power-up and you morph temporarily thing. They have some of that, but you can also, like, at any time, turn into a fish, at any time, turn into a bird, at any time, go back into your little, like, squirrel-like kind of form. Squirrel, huh? Yakko-poo. Yeah, I, 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 Bunny, maybe? I don't know what he is. He's... I feel like they updated this when they brought it to America. They changed his name to Captain Video. Um... If this well, is the game I'm thinking of. It's not, because they did not bring this to America until just now with this modern re-releases coming out. Oh, so this <laughs> is not a... Uh, this so is not, it's a not running... out yet? I, I, it was, I thought it was going to be out by now, and then I looked it up today and realized it's coming out like more towards the end of the month. <laughs> so, okay, so it's setting almost my, uh, out. 
setting the reality of this aside, this is not in any way connected to like the bit trip games. This is not a runner platforming game. No, not no, no, no. This is a walker oh, okay. platformer game. This is a very slow paced. <laughs> Oh well, <laughs> it's 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 a pretty interesting platformer game because most of the enemies don't attack you. Um, you can attack them if you want. You can be a dick, and you do get points, Good. you know, for attacking them. But uh, most mo like because the, the the plot of the game is like, um, oh god, I gotta look this up again. Uh, but like some some wizards stolen like a special flower or something, and you're just trying to bring peace back to the area you live in. So like. These other creatures you're running into throughout the game are like your neighbors. They're not your enemies. They're just people that are also out and right. about. Um, so Listen, I'm gonna get defensive. Johnny, I, I know that we said no guns on tonight's show, but you didn't have to go with a game in which you're stealing, you know, fucking hippie daisies and restoring <laughs> peace and love to things, Johnny. You went too far in the other direction. Like, <laughs> you know, there could have been something like a gun. I mean, good guy. Like you didn't knife. have to go with squirrels. Restoring peace and love through flowers. <laughs> you know, a character named Yakko Poo. Like, geez, just, John, too far. I'm just sitting here. It's a platformer game where you're trying to rescue a kingdom of flowers after a magic flower was stolen. Like, Johnny, we used Mario Wonder last week. Yeah, not, not even, yeah. You know, not even more than a week ago. Jeez. Um... But yeah, this one apparently has something uh, something on Mario Wonder because you can just transform at will. Now, you know, Mario Wonder is pretty uh, pretty wonderful, but imagine if you could just use any power-ups you wanted whenever you wanted. It, well, it, it's funny, up. like, if you transform into the fish, you know, mode on land, you just flop around. You can't actually do good. anything. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you die. No. <laughs> that would also be good. Man, uh, God, now that I'm thinking about it, man, David, if they... Uh, if they took away the having to find power-ups aspect of Mario Wonder along with the stage timer, there really wouldn't be much object to that game, would there? Like, I think the object would be just fuck around. Yeah, exactly. Fuck around and find out in the <laughs> best possible way. Um, but, huh. So, Trip World. Oh. What, is, uh, what does the name mean, then? I mean, if you're... I, what I don't kind get of it. mushrooms is, do you take? Yeah, I was going to say, is it a mushroom yeah. thing? No, I I don't know why they called it trip roll. I feel like fucking Japanese guy tries mushrooms once, and here we are. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh it's it's very cute. Uh, and I I verified there are no guns. It's a pretty quick play. You can beat this game in like twenty minutes. You know if you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> it's it's it does have divergent paths. You know, and like little secret areas and things like that. I was gonna say now. Here's the question: What are the odds that anybody knows what they're doing? Yeah, I think as long as you're not <laughs> an idiot, you're you're gonna beat this game. Because again, most enemies don't attack you. You can just kind of just go. You know, you don't. Ha you know, maybe they get in your way, and you can kick right. them out of the way a little bit. But like, you know, it's, it's only the mini bosses and bosses that attack you. And even yeah. some of the mini bosses don't really attack you. They just kind of shove you. Yeah, you know, I hate like, the mini bosses. Yeah, man. Yeah. All these years later, still hate them. <laughs> um, so I did just um look up this game because I was intrigued by it, um, and I discovered this little line where Yakupu later appears in Sunsoft's fighting game, Galaxy Fight Universal Warriors as a mini-boss, and suddenly, like, I am very invested in this, like, I definitely want to play as a bunch of Sunsoft characters fighting each other, and then you have to take on Yakupu. 
Yeah, it yeah. sounds good. What what characters would be in that Sunsoft? Like, yeah, it's, it's a Batman. It, um, this, this apparently is, a lot of the characters from Waku Waku Seven are in it. Oh, this is crazy! It's a fighting game developed by Sunsoft for the Neo Geo, so it's like a Neo Geo arcade game. Ooh, that sounds rad! Right? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> That's just kind of awesome. And so they were like, "Hey, you guys, can we throw Yakapo in there?" And they're like, uh, "Yeah, of course you can. Why not?" Sounds sounds great. I don't know who that is, but yes, you can include them in the fighting game. Hmm. <laughs> That's the comedian over in Branson, right? Yeah, Yakapu Smirna. And Soviet Russia world trip you. <laughs> no, no, no! You've got it confused. Yakupu is one of the two Warner brothers, along with the Warner sister in Animaniacs. Oh, Dotapu. <laughs> <laughs> Dadapoo. Mm-hmm. Yakapoo, Dadapoo. If you've got Dadapoo, you should see your doctor immediately. I mean, I've, I've got that, man. We, we've all been there. We just keep yeah, on wiping and wiping and wiping. Oh. It's like a magic marker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, wow, Johnny, what a what a flummoxing first pick for the show. Um, yeah. uh, you know, an interesting start. You know, leading us off with a game that none of us could have possibly played because it never came out in America and the remake's not here yet. Yeah. I do appreciate Limited Run releasing this on Game Boy and Game Boy Color um, because I do like that Limited Run does weird shit like that. They do good work. um, Shantae Advance, the canceled Game Boy Advance Shantae game, they are releasing. It's coming out on like Switch and PS4 and whatnot and they are releasing a fucking Game Boy Advance version of it. It's like, that's pretty cool. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's vaguely cool. Um, Episode good job, title. Limited Run. It, yeah, Somebody I, I, out there is appreciative of what you do, and it's David. I chose, I, I mean, I mostly chose this game for the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is quite good. I think it's Yeah, how did they tier. jam this good soundtrack into suck. a Game Boy game? Like, did they fill it with fucking, like, extra sound chips or something? Like, this, uh, it was good, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, Real I don't. good. They, no extra sound chips, nothing like that. They're just, it's just fucking skill. It's just that, that Sunsoft sound team. Sunsoft, man, like, they were masters of that. Yeah. They were masters doing. of the game. Soundtrack. Good for them. <laughs> Masters of the Universe? No, no. That's no, also accurate. It's also got some great graphics too. Honestly, like for for a Game Boy game, it it looks just beautiful. Um, well, when you play this game, you're like, okay. oh wow, you know, like wow. it, it. It's kind of like a Kirby never game. thought that about a single Game Boy game. I, I really can't think of a Game Boy game that I looked at and thought, oh wow. So if that's true, that's very impressive. Yeah. Huh. Super Mario Land Two had really nice sprites. This is and nicer. yet I never looked at it and thought, oh, wow. I was pretty wowed by the Game Boy when it came out, I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, by the concept of the Game Boy, sure. Like, oh, I can right, play yeah. games on my hands now? This is amazing. Like, Right. But, um, you know, but no, like, at no point did I look at the system and it's, you know, green graphics and just go, wow, this is amazing. So, if that, I mean, if this game has fantastic Game Boy graphics, that's really saying something. It really does. Uh, yeah. They're they're, they're okay. quite good. They're quite good. Highly. Well. Hi, I, I I I'm I'm. God damn it! I'm looking forward to this coming out on Switch. Uh, that's probably what I'm gonna buy it on. I'm probably not gonna buy this on the Game Boy or Game Boy Color because I. Why not? 
because uh, my Game Boy and Game Boy Colors are long gone. I, I, but just get an analog pocket. Those things yeah, are get one of those uh, expensive-ass analog pockets. Ooh, there's an idea. I highly recommend playing this game when it eventually comes out. Yeah, it's, it's coming out in like a week or two, I think. Uh, I, I gotta look it up again. It's, it's really coming. It's coming. Should have leaned on your contacts a little harder to get it out before this episode, Johnny. It's pretty, pretty fucked up that they uh, dropped the ball so bad. Yeah. This was supposed to be an announcement on Game That Tune that the game was, <laughs> and it's out right now. And you know now the whole thing's blown. Yeah, you really dropped the ball. Yeah, call Sunsoft and tell them they fucked up. <laughs> Johnny didn't fuck up. Sunsoft fucked up. <laughs>
Alright, so, um, the developers added doll transformations into this game as a tie-in with the series' keychain dolls that was used in the company's crane machines. gentlemen who's got some answers all right so uh jesse says sega bass fishing sadly incorrect uh johnny says samurai showdown 2 which is correct john harrington has samurai showdown z which is sadly yeah no that's samurai showdown 2 uh john and johnny are correct (laughs) This is also, Samurai. Go well, ahead, John. Real quick, Jesse, it couldn't possibly be Sega Bass Fishing because you famously shoot a lot of fish in that game with guns. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> it's because I was thinking of the, the Sega UFO catchers. <laughs> no, this is Samurai Showdown 2. John, you seem upset at that little joke that I pulled. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I... I make one flat two and I get my handwriting made fun of with John Regan on the fucking show. (laughs) 
After all you these make fucking years, you, you dunk I, on my goddamn two? Like, you know, excuse me for not using Roman numerals and avoiding that bullet. Jeez, I'm catching strays over here. My handwriting kept me off the honor roll when I was a kid. Like, yeah, it was that bad. That's fucked up. <laughs> it, it was well, just it's bad handwriting. <laughs> it was just a small joke. No disrespect. <laughs> you still got the answer correct because this is indeed Samurai Showdown Two, and boy. I feel like I really miss the boat on SNK Fighters and specifically the Samurai Showdown games. Um, I went with 2 because apparently 2 is considered like one of the best games in the series and god I wish I got into this series because it seems really up my alley. Um, one thing that I like about Samurai Showdown uh, is that it does the same kind of thing as Soul Calibur does in that it picks a historical period and draws in a whole bunch of characters from that period. It's not just a bunch of like samurais and ninjas fighting. Um, for example, the game has Charlotte, who's a French noblewoman that has a rapier. Um, Samurai Showdown 2, specifically, uh, features a character who is Prussian, who has a giant fucking gauntlet that he punches the shit out of you with. Mm. Which means, I guess, this game takes place before 1871 and the unification of Germany and the establishment of the Second German Reich. Probably. Anyhow, sorry. Um, yeah, like, I like seeing world fighters from history, like, all together, and Samurai Showdown gives all of them a weapon, none of which are guns, to, like, beat the shit out of each other with. I'm sorry, Jesse, it looked like you had something to say? Um, not anymore, I forgot it. It was, it wasn't important. Okay. Um, yeah, like, this is... This is a series that I kind of feel like I would have gotten really, really into, and sadly, I just never did. Um, is Galford seems... in this one still? Sorry? Is Galford still in this one? Um, yes. Yep. He's, he's who I usually play as. He's pretty cool. He's he like an dog. American who decided to become a ninja, right? Yeah, and he's yeah. got a dog that he sticks on people. It's real cool. Now, see, here's my problem, David. I, you know, I'm aware... Of how we establish the theme, you know, characters can't fire a firearm. But did we establish, like, you know, because this game it there's it shows a lot of guns. Um, it, there's there's a lot of show guns in oh this game. It's it's like one of the big themes of the game is is showing gun, <laughs> um, and I, I feel like even though none of the characters fire the guns, well, the mere you know uh, just prolificness of Shogun in this John, game, John makes it kind of against the theme. The thing is, is typically the samurai fight for the shoguns, so the shoguns aren't actually fighting. Therefore, your character cannot become a shogun or show right. a gun or shoot a gun. Okay, so they're they're fighting for like a gold yeah. leaf pistol. <laughs> yeah, this is a sick ass gun. <laughs> I like this. 
That, okay, well, yeah, if, if the characters are just awarded a really sick-looking pistol as part of their ending, then I guess it's okay. As long as you're not actually pressing a button to fire the gun, then I guess it's fine. Yep. Hmm. Also, John, I don't know if you know this, a shogun's not a gun. A shogun. A shogun, a, a gun that you show somebody. It's called assault, Johnny. A sh- <laughs> well, yeah. that's what well, Alec I, Baldwin been... thought. That's the thing. He, he, you know, he he thought he had a shogun, but no, it turns <laughs> out he, yeah, no, the arms master on that movie didn't do a very good job of making sure they were just for show. Um, hey, you know who's not Alec Baldwin? Um, a character who <laughs> was introduced in this yeah. game. Um, <laughs> nicotine caffeine, uh, who <laughs> is like a monk, like a Chinese monk and everything with a staff that he beats the shit out of you with. Um, yeah, this game, like I said, it has a it has a unique cast of characters. There's the, the yeah. classics, like... I'm sorry, hold on. I feel like and- you moved on from this character being named Nicotine Caffeine with relatively no explanation. Like, yeah, you know, it's uh, Nicotine Caffeine, the monk, any of the rest of the character. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's David- a classic game that tune talks about this for eight minutes kind of character. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> a monk named after Who? two drugs. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. That's, that's how the game treats him. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, no. here's this Chinese monk with a staff. Nicotine caffeine. Right. That's Moving some on. localization yeah. going on there. Fighting samurais, it's my only vice. <sighs> glug, glug, glug. Okay, fine. Three vices. This, okay, John, the, I, I'm pretty sure you just described a scene from like a Wes Anderson movie. Wait. <laughs> like, it was it, it was I, Kingpin. <laughs> is that is that where the uh, tag or the stable Purungi Vice gets their name from? Sure. Yes. yes. Of course it is. There's a nicotine caffeine. It's, it's it, you know, Trent Beretta and um, uh, Rocky Romero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smoke. A couple of Chinese monks. Is, yeah. is this a wrestling thing? Of course. Of course it's a tag okay. team. It's a stable. Stable, sorry. Same thing. Yeah. They're the smoking Superman from now on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, sorry, David. I don't, I don't mean to, you know, just drag you back to discussing nicotine caffeine, but you you move past him entirely too quickly. That's that that's not the kind of name you don't elaborate on. Like, and if you do was, elaborate, you don't say nicotine caffeine the monk and then move on. No, no, no. That's still not enough of an explanation. Who is this person? I mean, you said I moved on too fast, but I was just on nicotine and caffeine. So ah, fair, moving quick. There it is. Mr. Stimulants over here. <laughs> Classic um, David talk too fast. But yeah, it it just it seems like it's a really cool game. It has a unique cast of characters. It has classic SNK backgrounds. Um, again, a lot of them are set in like East Asia, um, but there are other ones. Um, there's a, a Prussian Jesus Christ, what fell? Um, there is a there's a Prussian kingdom that it's like a medieval castle with lightning in the background. Um, there's one that's set in the Pacific Railway. <clears throat> there's one that's set in the Pacific Railway in like Texas in the U.S. because it's in the same period as the Wild West. So like you have a derailed train 
just hanging out in the background like yeah it's it's just a, it seems like such a cool game and it seems like a game that I would have been really into except I didn't have a Neo Geo as a kid because I was poor um, no one did no they one did. was rich enough to own a Neo Geo yeah. except Johnny. I say, David it's, it's not that you weren't poor it's that you weren't rich there's a big difference right. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You were pretty lower middle class, but you know, let's not call you poor. You right. weren't Neo Geo rich. <laughs> um, the game has come out on Switch, and I kind of want to like get it because, again, allegedly this is one of the best Samurai Showdown games, and it seems like a series I'd be really into. Yeah, that's yeah you've had like thirty years to figure it out, David. I think it's about time. It's uh, it's it's time to show gun, and. Uh, see if you actually like this game. The games are fun, man. Fucking fighting games with samurais. It's got really fun, like, uh, you know, scaling of the areas and stuff. Like, the, you know, the game, it's got, you know, great visual style, great characters, awesome, you know, awesome character animations. Like, there's really nothing to not like about the series. Sometimes when you um, cut people, coins come out. That's also cool. I that love is- money. That is one of the things, um, I believe it was introduced in this game, is you could do, like, a super move that would break the other person's weapon, so they had to fight you hand-to-hand for, like, 20 seconds. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's cool. There's also that crazy mode where, uh, like, Drew Carey jumps on stage with the other samurais, and he does, like, a couple little, uh, like, verses of a song before the credits roll on the show. (laughs) Uh, it's never very funny, but they always do it right at the end. So you know, it's uh, you're thinking you know. of Samurai Hoedown, right? Uh, if Which, you get enough honestly, points, I would play the, the fuck out of a game called Samurai Hoedown. Samurai Hoedown would be pretty good, <laughs> especially if it took place on the set of Whose Lines Anyway. <laughs> Who's samurai is it anyway? A bunch of like okay. feudal like samurais doing fucking ad, like ad libbing and stuff. <laughs> or, you know, Ryan Stiles killing people with a samurai sword. <laughs> it could be both. <laughs> yeah, it could be both things. God, God, I would love Colin Mockery with a samurai sword. Not singing, but just speaking his lines. Because he never sang, he always just spoke all the verses. Yep. Be pretty good. They, they Man, like... I think I feel like the Like a Dragon people need to maybe like do another uh, throwback one taking place in like feudal Japan and maybe contact the Who's Hoosline what? guys. <laughs> like, Whose dragon you're, is you're it just... anyway? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, just picturing Wayne Brady getting in a fist fight with somebody in feudal Japan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really good. <laughs> they, just, baby. they just do a karaoke Brady. battle instead. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that, gentlemen? Wayne Baby? <laughs> I, yeah, I said Wayne Baby. <laughs> no, you can't talk like that, Wayne Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love to stab uh, my enemies. I stab them through the heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's uh, it's very good. Like Samurai Showdown 2. Uh, whose Samurai is it anyway? Also very good. Um... Yeah, David, uh, I'm not going to ask if there's anything else on it. I'm going to give you an assignment. Go pay the $8 in the Switch eShop and download fucking Samurai Showdown 2. It's about time. Go do it. And then write Hoedown Forces for it. 
Yeah, exactly. Red Hoedown versus for every character. <laughs> you know, all, nicotine caffeine really sounds like a fucking a Who's Line suggestion. So, good. We've lost the awful uh, scourge of David on this episode, <laughs> and we can move on. <laughs> I heard that. A cloud has been lifted. <laughs> Game three. <laughs> It's because I love that second song, because if you've played this game, you just heard that song for about 100 seconds more than you could possibly listen to it in game. Well done, game. Well done. Um, so trivia for the game. Uh, this game 
adds several new features to the original, including spin attacks, new shortcuts, and most notably, multiplayer. guys i'm hoping we uh got it right on this one we'll see some great answers here <laughs> oh son of a bitch johnny get your spin dizzy worlds off my goddamn screen because jesse and david have correct answers they both said f099 well done gentlemen not johnny now i don't I don't want to try to gotcha anybody on the show, but as I recall, Captain Falcon has a gun strapped to his waist. But, but does he mm, use it in the, the game? He can't use it in F-Zero, though. Yeah. Alright. It's yeah, an open I, carry world he's in, David. <laughs> he fucking races F-Zero corrected. races. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he keeps one in the chamber in case you ponder it, but no, he fucking races F-Zero machines, David. At no point in this game does Captain Falcon fire that gun. Racing against fucking samurais and aliens and Dr. Stewart. No, he doesn't shoot any of them. He spin attacks them. God, though, can you imagine a road rash cross F-Zero <laughs> kind oh, of game where yes. you... You, you shoot out your side windows as you pass people. Sounds great. Please. I'm fully, fully into that. Dear Nintendo. Right. You, you know people like F-Zero again. Add the guns. Thank you. Game that too. I am um, not a crackpot. Right. Fuck no. Um, I am a gangster. I'm waiting outside your house, Nintendo. Fucking add the guns to the game. Whoa, um, whoa. Yeah. that got threatening fast. <laughs> yeah, it did. That's, that's what you do with guns, John. Um, <laughs> but no, this uh, this is F-099, a game in which, you know, I've got 99 people to play with and none of them have guns. It's great. It's, um, man, what a fucking surprise this game was a couple months ago. You remember when they announced this and everybody was uh, just totally, you know, Fully acting like they uh, they saw it coming and that they loved F Zero again, like man, what a what a shocking turn of events and what a fun little game. Uh, Jesse and David, I, you know, since Johnny got it wrong, I'm gonna guess that he did not take Nintendo up on their offer of the complimentary download of this game and did not play it. That's true. 
Is it still? Can okay. I still get it? Yeah. Is it too late? No, you can. Oh, get yeah, it. no. If you have the if you have the Switch online thing, you can go get it right now. It's worth oh, it. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's just part of the online program. You get F zero ninety nine, and yes, as Jesse said, it is worth it. It's quite fun. Jesse, David, you guys, uh, you guys put any time into F zero ninety nine? Yes. I play. You as, know, uh, um, uh, I'm gonna have to side with Johnny on this one. In the, <laughs> I didn't actually download it. I don't understand why you wouldn't give it at least a few minutes of your time, David. It's there, and you need to speak with your download. You need to tell Nintendo that, yes, we still acknowledge F-Zero, and they need to make an actual new game now. I know. I'm I'm a bad F-Zero <laughs> fan. Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah. And there's, there's no such thing as good F-Zero fans. So the more bad F-Zero fans we have, the worse it is for this dead-ass series. <laughs> need to bring it back, man. And Nintendo did so by making the original <laughs> game with 99 characters instead of making an actual new game in the series. But we'll take what we can get, I guess. Um, so, Jesse, you put some time in? Oh, yeah. I, I usually play as the Wild Goose. Uh, I think right now I'm Orange. Um, orange Goose. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, it's wild seeing all those, like, seeing all those fucking cars on the track. It's crazy. It's yeah, it's like this is what fucking mode seven is. Like, <laughs> yep, yeah. If they'd fucking been able to do this back on the SNES, it would have blown some fucking minds. Not just uh, because they would have been able to play with ninety nine players at once, but just like the sheer number of things occurring on screen is absolutely insane. Uh, but it's uh, it's really cool. Have you gotten where you get destroyed and it's like, oh, you get to be a robot car and you can just fuck people? Oh, that yep. part's awesome. <laughs> that was that second song. That was the Lucky Bumper That's music. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, Wait, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this game often. did a like this game did a like Mario Kart 64 battle mode where like, oh, you lose, now you're just a bomb and you can blow up other people. Yeah. That's exactly what it did, David. Yes, it's, you know, if you lose at a, you know, early stage of the race, it drops you in front of the front runners of the game and you can try to bump them for extra points. Or to fucking blow them up and make them lose the race. It's uh, a very amazing. fun little extra twist. <laughs> Perfect. David, we're downloading this game tonight. You should, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hard, but, yeah, but it's, it's uh, fun. It's fun. It's, you, know, you can have fun no matter, uh, pretty much no matter where you are in the race. I mean, if you're losing, you're not having a lot of fun. <laughs> but, like, you know, like battling to stay in the race, yeah. you know, like, so, I, what is it? There's only a certain number of people that are automatically eliminated from the race. It's like, you know, I think like 70 people will finish the race automatically, and the rest of them are jockeying for position and accidentally, you know, blowing themselves up. Uh, so, yeah, as long as you're in the battle and actually fucking, you know, racing against people and blowing other people up, you're having a really good time. It doesn't really matter where you finish. And, like, right before the race, it's like, here are five people that are your rivals. And so, like, Yeah, I love it. It so just like, tells you, like, he fuck these people. Yeah. And <laughs> so if you do better than them in the race, then you get way extra points. And, you know, at least one of yeah. them is probably going to wreck out, you know? So. Yep. No, it's good, man. It's, it's a really, it's a really interesting little game they've put together because... Yeah, it's not uh, as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be an eliminator thing where you play F zero races until one person is left and crosses the finish line. And it's not that at all. They're going to do four that. Laps. They're going to do that though. You, okay, they are. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. 
Cool. Because, yeah, you, what, what it is right now is you get four laps to compete in, this, in an F-Zero race and try to win. But, like, you know, I'd say my average finishing position is somewhere in, like, the 40s. Because, you know, there's that many people finishing the race. People have gotten good at the game. They're not blowing up as much. It's, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Because, yeah, when I first saw them announce it, I thought it was going to be, okay, yeah, people blow up progressively. You get fewer and fewer people. Eventually, you're competing with one another. But, you know, the actual game is, like, if you're in the middle of the pack, you're trying to blow each other up and move up for position. If you're in the front of the pack, then the game is constantly dropping, blocking cars in front of you, including blown up other players, and you're trying to not blow up and lose your position. Uh, so it's a different game depending on what position of the race you're in. Uh, there's the whole, you've got your energy meter that is your shield and your boost. So if you're boosting too much, you're probably just going to get blown up. <laughs> um, and then you've got to collect the little drops that... Uh, other characters, you know, uh, drop. So anytime somebody bumps into somebody else, it drops a Pac-Man pellet on the fucking track. And if you pick up enough of those, you get access to the high track. And it's like the simplified track with like extra boosts and more uh, gradual turns. And like it, you'll skip over, you know, tricky sections of the actual track. It's it's really interesting little, uh, you know, battle royale, quote unquote, with, uh, you know, in a racing game. It's It's a lot of fun. I was uh, really impressed by it. I had more fun playing this one than I think any of the other strange, like, online games they made. De it's definitely better than Super Mario 35, and you can actually still play it now, <laughs> which is good. Um, I like it more than Tetris 99, because I'm better at F-Zero than I am at Tetris. And Pac-Man 99 was fun... But I, I think I like this better than it, too. Uh, just because, I don't know, the Pac-Man thing, it, it you know, I, I had my fun with it. But it, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know, it's, it's kind of neck and neck with this. Like, in terms of presenting the old game with some fun, you know, modern online twists. But the thing with, like, Pac-Man was it wasn't you were, like, actually playing against people. It was, like, other people's independent little games affected your game. This one, it's like, no, there's 99 people on the track. Good luck. That's pretty dope. It's fucking crazy. It's, it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun. You know, uh, so, yeah, you get spin attacks. You can fucking... If you spin attack somebody, when you bump into them, you don't take damage. They might take some damage. Uh, so, you know, you can use that as, like, an offensive or a defensive thing. If you blow somebody up, then you get your fucking boost meter immediately fully refilled. So it, it incentivizes you to play aggressively. Um yeah, I've, I've won a couple of times. Jesse, have you actually, uh, what's your best finish? 14th. Wow. Okay. I've gotten lucky on a couple of wins, and usually it involves a late in the game blowing up of somebody yep. else and getting a full boost meter to oh, finish man. like the last third of the fourth lap. You know, That's it's like, the dream. Oh, wow. That was the dream right there, baby. <laughs> Just time to hit it. It's, uh, it's really fun. And it's, you know, man, it's the kind of game where... You just don't realize how uh, how many like rounds you've just sat there and played. You kind of lose yourself in the game. It's a little addictive. Yep. It's uh, it's pretty fucking fun. And you know, no guns to speak of. My, uh, I think my only thing I would like is more cars. You know, I, I like that it's just the original SNES F Zero made big and crazy. But like, they introduced all those other cars in X and GX. Fucking throw them in there. Why not? What's the harm? Yeah, it's, it's cool having the original four cars with different paint jobs, but uh, 
you know, I don't know. Where's Jody Summer? Where's, uh, I don't know, Digiboy, Beastman, Baba. Was, was Jody Antonio Summer Guster, not in the first F Zero game? Drax, Mr. EAD. No, Jody Summer was not in the first game. It was uh, Falcon, Pico, Dr. Stewart, and Samurai Goro. Weird. I always think of her as like one of the first characters. You'd think. Hmm. But no, it was Dr. Stewart. Pretty uh, pretty crazy, David. Yeah. You got a. That's called the Jody Summer effect. You thought that Jody Summer was uh, part of the original F Zero, but you were mistaken. So, you know, it was uh, right around the time that Mandela was winning the presidency. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, the Mandela effect was in. thinking that he died, not won the presidency. Wait, Nelson Mandela's an F-Zero? No, yeah, no, he so was. The, the Jody Summers effect is when you, you are, you're convinced that Jody Summer died in the first F-Zero game, which she did right. not. Yeah. No, the Jody Summer effect really is is when you uh, misremember that you played an SNES uh, racing game uh, multiplayer when in reality it was just one player the entire time, mm. like F Zero was. <laughs> you know, oh, I had so much fun playing F Zero with my brother. Me and me and him had some heated races. Oh, really? You did? No, you fucking didn't, because it was a one player game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I was thinking of all that time we had fucking playing Double Dragon on the NES. <laughs> Come again? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was, uh, yeah, a strange time. So many fond memories of F-Zero that don't involve other people. Hey, let's play Final Fight. now it involves 99 people. Yeah, exactly. It was just like Final Fight. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Um, yeah. The the Jody Summer effect. It, uh, it affected a lot of games back then. It was, uh, it was real, David. It was real. You know, no, uh, no shame for, uh for misremembering that, especially because there weren't any characters to be seen. It was just cars. Uh, but yeah, uh, fun game, fun throwback. Uh, yeah, I really, uh, yeah, I know they've completed, I guess their initial wave of stuff. All the, all the tracks are in there now, but I, you know, Jesse says, you know, there's certainly eliminator races coming. So maybe, maybe someday we get an original track or two. I know that Nintendo doesn't really like making original tracks for DLC as, uh, for racing games. Yeah, but uh, in this case, they don't have F-Zero Tour to pull from, so they might just have to come up with something new. Oh, man, so, that would be awesome. God, could you imagine we'll F-Zero running through, like, Madrid and Rome and shit? Oh, man. I'd rather not. I'd rather them just do an original God, track. I want an F-Zero phone game so bad right now. Yeah, I want, I want a bunch of F-Zero games... Over the last twenty years that we didn't get, <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. So, I could pay like yeah. five dollars for like a cool Captain Falcon skin, and he's got like a hat. Oh, mm -hmm. that'd be good. That'd be cool. God, but he's yeah, got replace a new Captain hat. Falcon's. Yeah, replace his helmet with a hat. Whole new Falcon, man. And and this car That's... could have a hat too. See, oh man, or oh, you know, what dude. if all the F Zero cars were just hats? Oh yeah, call it Think Hat Zero. It. I'm just, you know. 99 hats. It's like hat tricks. Yeah. Well, no, I was thinking Team Fortress 2 it, like, just sell hats and make a lot of money selling hats that be, as, you know, loot boxes or whatever they do yeah. now. Uh, but, yeah, guys, you know, we, we have ideas that Nintendo, you know, it, they've wisely dodged over the years, but they could have, like, a few more dollars in the bank if they had taken these dumb ideas. 
like selling hats for F-Zero machines and gotcha things in their free online Switch games. That's the kind of thing that really, really builds an audience's trust with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> when you sell gotcha hats in a free downloadable game. People like that. My, uh, my market research has shown me that. So, you know, Nintendo, you can hire us. We'll come up with your, uh, your DLC from now on. You know, no more the uh, fucking Rome fucking tracks for F-Zero. Yes to downloadable hats. gotcha loot box hats. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the future. Yeah. It's, uh, we did a survey. It's like the future F-Zero takes place in. Yeah. Um, you know, my survey says uh, at least one woman and downloadable hats. That's how you f- uh, fix F-Zero going forward. So... It's good. It'll be good. Yeah. Round the horn real quick. Just a simple yes or no. Starting with David. David, will Nintendo make another F-Zero game? A new F-Zero game. Go. Is there a time frame or like ever? Ever. Ever. Yes. Jesse? No. Johnny? No. Uh, I'm see? sorry. Uh, Wait. I hate to sp- hate to split the room, but I, I, you know, my my hope is yes, but my reality is no. <laughs> no way they do that. I just I just thought of something. <laughs> is it called F zero because it's like F one? Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's meant it, to, meant to be lore, a play on that. It's futuristic. I did. And it's zero uh, gravity. It, in the lore, it was designed to be faster than F1, so it was F0. Well, I would hope. But yeah. Okay. And wow. Yeah, yeah. Ah. F1 was zero gravity. Think about it, Jesse. The cars don't have wheels. I don't know if you noticed this. They're not even really cars. They call them machines. I just thought they were putting some letters and words together that sounded neat. And they they accomplished that. I mean, yeah. But, but there was also, you know, in like in many cases, there was meaning behind those letters and words. Something that we're not used to here on that sh- on this show. So, yep, F Zero, you're a cool series. I really hope you continue in some way. But for now, uh, Johnny, David, go download the game, and then uh, you know, for uh, for the show, let's continue to uh, the next game. Game four.
All right. <clears throat> for this game, um, originally the idea was for the game to be set in a video rental store. Um, then they considered a pizzeria, but finally they settled on a laundromat. gentlemen let's see what kind of answers you came up with um so john says uh laundry simulator that's incorrect david says uh oh man something the beat em up clerks the beat em up clerks the beat em up that's incorrect and uh johnny with the surprisingly correct answer arcade paradise This is Arcade Paradise. Um, this game is pretty cool. Uh, you start off um, working at a laundromat uh, for your... I think it's your father while well, he's out of town. And um, you gotta, like, walk around and, you know, clean up trash because, you know, people are messy in laundromats. So you pick up trash and... and um, 
you know, peel gum off the undersides of the tables and chairs and, and you know, do laundry for people and stuff. But, if, but then you find this back room in the laundry uh, that has an arcade machine in there. And you're like, oh, this is cool. And so you keep that area open and you notice like uh, the next day you're like, wow, um, as you're emptying the machines out, you're like, oh, this arcade machine's making some pretty good money. And so then like eventually you, you uh, save up and buy another arcade machine. And then, like, um, you ask your dad about it on the phone, and he's all very dismissive. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just put that in there for fun, you know. And you're, like, trying to convince your dad. You're like, hey, what if we just turn this place into an arcade? Because, like, it makes a lot more money than the laundry machines do. And he's like, no, no, that's silly. But, like, while he's out of town, you're still fucking, like, buying arcade machines to put in the back. And, and um... It's, it's pretty fun, and, like, every now and then you come in, and you see, like, people, like, playing the machines, or, and you always can, and you can set, like, the different switches. You know how, like, arcade machines have, like, oh, uh, this is an easier game now, or this game takes more quarters now, or, so you get to do all that stuff, and mm. you, like, go online and shop for old arcade machines, and... Get to set the economy of your laundromat arcade. Yeah. Cool. Um, and you have to clean the toilets, which oh. sucks, but, yeah. you know. I'm confused. So, Jesse, I'm sorry. You said in this game, that, you know, it's got this crazy idea that somehow the arcade games will be more profitable than the laundry machines. Like, yeah, I, I understand that as, like, a basis for the game, but it's not really based in reality. Like, laundromats kind of stay busy. Yeah, now they, yeah, now they do, but it's, this is takes place in the 90s, so there been like, um... Arcades were still kind of okay, like we had sure. that like resurgence of like you know arcades and stuff. Um, so it's kind of, I don't know. I, I feel like it's maybe it is a little fast and loose. Hell, I you know I'd like. I'm to just, see I'm more just saying, like I'm not down on I'm not down on it at all. I'm just you know just, you know thinking of the reality that laundromats, the the laundry is the business. That's why there's so many. Uh, washing machines and dryers and like maybe one or two arcade games in there in my experience yeah yeah maybe well, if it's a multi-cade <laughs> then you got got something but i don't know I've, I've done i've done laundry and laundromat a few times yeah. yeah there's there's a lot more laundry machines than arcade games for a, a good reason it's because people are there to do their laundry but if you went to do your laundry and you had a whole arcade open to you with decent games. Oh, I'd be all better. Yeah, so you'd be spending even more money at the, the laundromat arcade. That's true. But I'm, you know, would I, I don't know. It depends, man. I guess that's that's where the economics of you know setting the switches and things come in. Because like, I feel like if I were going to a laundromat with a really sick ass arcade, I wouldn't want to spend more money. On the arcade games, then I spent doing my laundry. Especially in the 90s, too. Like, because, you know, now you'd be like, well, I just fuck with my phone, you know, fuck, you know, or or your kids, you know, they're like, oh, give us a tablet, you know. But in the fucking God. 90s, it's like, holy shit, I want to play Frogger, mom. And you're like, well, here's a quarter, go play Frogger. And you're like, yep. hell yeah. Bingo. So, 
don't don't waste this goddamn quarter. Don't you lose after 15 seconds of Frogger. Yeah. You know, that was back when you really had to make things stretch, man. Uh, taught kids the value quarter. Yeah, with Frogger. All right, so real quick, Jesse, what's your favorite, like, non-arcade place that you encountered an arcade game it could be a laundromat it could be like a 7-eleven you know would give us a give us a young memory i mean on where you encountered like a sick-ass arcade machine and you got good memories attached to it well i mean there's the one i've mentioned at the flea market with the turtles machine where, where oh, yeah. i lost my quarter and the dude put 30 lives in there for me but um mm. i also remember uh our pizza hut had a 1943 cabinet that was pretty awesome right so my, me and my dad would play that because he was all into like, uh, you know, World War II aviation. And he's like, this video game, you get to be a P-38 Lightning. So he was all about it. Mm. <laughs> David, what about you? I get the feeling I can predict that you are going to say a restaurant in St. Augustine, but I, I might be wrong on that. Um, I believe you are actually incorrect. Um, my favorite non-arcade arcade machine um the Woolworths in St. Augustine actually had Whoa. a riding machine. Um, wow. Whoa. Hold on. The Woolworths. The fuck out of that. Woolworths. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> now that Which is a name I haven't heard I'm, in a long time. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, is a footlocker. Um, but yeah, back in the day, they had a riding arcade machine, and I pumped some quarters into that baby. Mm-hmm. Johnny, what about you, man? I, I'm sorry. I, I got so distracted by Woolworths. What's the question again? Like, <laughs> your favorite place you encountered a uh, arcade game that was not an arcade. Your favorite Woolworths memory. <laughs> Such as, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Your favorite memory inside of Woolworths. You were in there, you know, in the 60s um, in St. Augustine. You were part of the sit-ins. <laughs> I, I should not make that joke. <clears throat> um, God. Favorite arcade game in a place that wasn't an arcade. I mean, God, I mean, CC's Pizza, I'm pretty sure it had a crazy taxi machine. Hard Stay to out of my fucking sure. answer, John Bobby. had the, like, high score <laughs> for <laughs> decades. Well, the, you know, don't need to say my part. <laughs> <laughs> so much for this segment. Um, yeah, man, pizza places and arcade games go real hand in hand. You're going to be eating in and waiting for a pizza. An arcade game is what you need. So, right on. Um, yeah, and so, Jesse, this is a, this is good. And so, this game, you're maintaining a laundromat and an arcade. Do you actually get to play arcade games at some point? Yeah, you get to play the arcade games. Um, you, like, unlock different things by uh, getting, like, different scores or... Uh, um, there's, like, little... I guess objectives from each of the game that you can do and that like gets you more points and um, somehow you know you can use that to get more money to buy more arcade games and stuff hmm. so what are the arcade games that you get to play are they are they like you know facsimiles of actual arcade games like you know yeah there's it's it's, not outrun but it's like outlast or something kind or? of um, like there's a game called blockchain um I don't you, like that at all. Yeah, uh, there's mm-hmm. one. It's like Pac-Man. <laughs> not only do I not like it, I don't understand it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a one. It's like Pac-Man, but Grand Theft Auto, 
And so, like, it's really cool because, like, you're running around and, like, you know, running from cops and stealing cars. But it plays like Pac-Man. And it's like, wow, that kind of works. It's it's weird. <laughs> um, what's it called? Um, I think it's called Racer Chaser or that might be another game. Um, and they all have, like, like uh, they're not the same game. But you can kind of tell that, oh, this is kind of like, like, uh, Communists from Mars. Looks like it's basically Missile Command. Um, Cyberdance, there's a, a DDR game. Um, I think there's like, I want to say like 35 arcade games that you can get. Uh, Awesome. Oh, Barkanoid, which is basically (laughs) a dog that goes back and forth knocking a tennis ball around like Arkanoid. God. Okay, I'm glad you said that because you want to talk about fucking an arcade game that kind of goes overlooked. Arkanoid is right up there. Yeah, I (laughs) love Arkanoid. That game's fun. Man, that is like, that is a 7-Eleven classic. That fucking thing could turn, it, it could turn up anywhere. It could be in a laundromat. It could be in a fucking, you know, uh, you know, gas station somewhere. It could be in a fucking CC's Pizza. You know, somehow paddle paddle ball games, man. That is that is the you want to talk about the epitome of a game that's worth a quarter. That's you know, Arkanoids where it's at. Oh, David, yeah. what's up? There is a barcade in Chicago that has an Arkanoid machine, and as soon as I saw it, I immediately dropped a quarter in, and mm-hmm. when a lot of the tunas came to Chicago, um, we went there, and I think it was Mark, actually, because I was kicking ass at it, and he was like, oh, did you have, like, an Arkanoid machine back in Florida? I was like, no, my grandmother had Arkanoid for the NES, like... This Whoa. is a childhood experience for me. Wow, God! So you know, speaking of like speaking of um, like going back a second here, I, I just had a memory come back to me from my own childhood of you know we were talking about arcade games outside of arcades. I forgot my uncle bought a Donkey Kong cabinet, and that blew my fucking mind as a kid. Being in his apartment and playing an arcade game. I like, forgot, man. Your uncle is Steve Weeb. <laughs> yeah. they made a whole movie about him (laughs) and I remember him like popping up with the thing and just hitting the button for the quarter thing and like giving me 30 lives and my mind was like (gasps) yeah what do you mean you you control this I don't need the money this you know no 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 I guess once you buy the game you're allowed but I do all these quarters Uncle Mike (laughs) never mind that it was the Donkey Kong arcade machine so you got to play the pie factory level (laughs) yeah that's the important thing yeah, Johnny would always, you know, ask his mom to take him over to his uncle's to, you know, play with the uh, the cream pie monkey, and she didn't Wait. really understand it, but she no. just kept taking no. him over there. Did, did you say cream pie monkey? I did. <laughs> Tag it and let's yeah, move on. Yeah. Um, so just to clarify, mid- this this was your <laughs> uncle who works at Nintendo, right? Not anymore. Uh, he's not at liberty not at liberty to discuss that (laughs) he stole a Donkey Kong arcade machine and was fired immediately he cream pied a Donkey Kong machine (laughs) no (laughs) Uncle Mike no how how does it fit in that slot come on man Uh, why is your um, dick looking a quarter dude that's so weird yeah this is weird you got slug dick. Um, <laughs> slug dick. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> Jesse, this game sounds nice, man. It's it sounds fun. like a yeah, like. So is there like a are there stakes to actually running the laundromat? Like is it you know like I was talking about like cook serve delicious last week? Like you gotta like make things in time for people. Like is there you know an actual thing like oh the laundry machines are overflowing? You gotta fix them before you can go back to playing the arcade games, or is it more just like pretty much? Um, okay. Yeah, I typically would take care of all my laundry stuff before I mess around in the arcade. Um, Responsible. You could if you tried to stay too long, you would pass out. Um, which uh, which okay. sucks. A little, little Harvest Moon. Yep. <laughs> Basically. Sweet. So. God, that's the dream, baby. Passing out in the laundromat. <laughs> that's, uh. Yeah. Man, games are supposed to present us with fantasy worlds that we want to live in, and that's one I want to live in. <laughs> Sounds great. Mm. Game five.
Uh, this game utilizes both first and third person perspectives as well as a monochrome hand-drawn pop-up book in style <clears throat> inspired art style. Who's got some answers? <laughs> I know it. David, you need to learn where to show your answer on your new web camera that makes things fall off screen. But David says, uh, Mario the Origami King, incorrect. Uh, Jesse says, Windjammers 3, sadly incorrect. And Johnny has the correct answer. This is Toem colon a photo adventure. Well done, Johnny. This is our fan request, and uh, it came to us from a fantastic fan, Patreon absurd fan tier producer, Beast Pond. Thank you, Beast. Oh, Beast. Great request. Yeah. Love that Beast. Um, shout out to his podcast, GG Level Up, the trivia podcast. Very good show. Um, and want to talk about things that are very good. How about Toem, a photo adventure, a indie game released in 2021 for switch and other stuff 
in which you are a photographer going around to a cute little cartoony pop-up world taking pictures of things. It's um, really, really, really cute and charming. You uh, play as a little guy in some Scandinavian some such place. Uh, you have to climb a mountain and witness like a like a special event, kind of like an aurora borealis. But it's uh, aurora it's a aurora borealis. Yeah, I know what you're this about to say. This time of year, <laughs> this time of day, this part of the country contained entirely in your kitchen. <laughs> yes. You you couldn't adapt it to be about. I'm sorry. You, you no. could have said could have said indie game instead of kitchen. That bit kills no. me every time. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just saying, Johnny. Um, yeah, this this is why we were supposed to have taken those improv classes. <laughs> you literally change one thing. Oh god. Uh, but no, please continue with the Simpsons reference. David, do you want to finish off the steamed ham scenes with Johnny? I mean, I I literally had the line of yes. <laughs> Can I see it? No. <laughs> All right, Jesse, and you'll be playing the role of uh, Agnes Skinner ham. now. <laughs> oh. oh, I don't. What does uh, what does Mrs. Skinner say to finish off the scene? Uh, I forget what she says. I all my quotes are from the weird AI generated steamed ham. Right, right yeah, not, not the real steamed ham. I think she says Seymour the kids Seymour, on fire. The house is on <laughs> fire. fire. The house so is on mother, fire. It's the just the fire. Northern Lights. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get it all out, guys. Um, you know, Johnny, I must say you are an odd fellow, but <laughs> you make a bad reference. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, tell him a photo adventure. <coughs> I suddenly have a case of the coffees. Uh, is a game in which you play as a little pop-up book character that goes around little monochrome worlds taking photographs. That's uh, kind of the whole thing. You... Uh, it's like a little 3D uh, top-down isometric view that you've got. And then you talk to characters and they say, hey, take a picture of this. <laughs> or you take pictures of whatever you see and you add it to like a compendium of things. You, know, you can take pictures of the animals. And it's got a charming art style in that like it's cartoony and kind of hand-drawn looking. And you're walking around these little, you know, like I said, like, you know, there's no... there's it's like pop-up book style so it's like 3d-ish but it's boxy and it takes place all in like just one little kind of frame you know kind of i'm thinking like early final fantasy type game you know it's kind of boxes floating in space um jesse knows what i mean and uh but you can you can like rotate the camera and stuff but and then if you need to take a picture of something you go into a first person mode and all the things that you're seeing from that top-down perspective become first person and That's so you cool. take pictures of Ooh. like little birds and trees and things like that. And so it's just, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing that I'd love to see, uh, you know, I don't know, explored in a more, I don't know, game that I would like to play. No offense to this game. It's a cute looking game. But like reading about it, looking at it, I'm like, eh, this is a cute concept. But like, what about taking this and doing it to something like Pokemon? Like, 
I haven't played enough of the modern Pokemon games. Forgive me if you can walk around the wild area and like, you know, do cute Pokemon pictures of things that you encounter in the wild. I'm sure that you can by now. But like, I don't know, I'd like to see, uh, you know, more games in which it takes place in a kind of top down perspective. And then you can shift to 3D and see the same things in a different perspective to take pictures in of them. It's uh, it's very cute. It's very clever. But, um, yeah, the game itself, very indie, very Nordic, very monochrome. I think that's my little hang up with it. It's, uh, it's just kind of gray. And I'm used to, when you play a game like this, maybe the crux of the game is like you add color back into the world. That doesn't happen that's in another this game. game. It's all, it's all gray. And the, the thing that you take picture of the, uh, you know, the Toem, the Aurora Borealis, it's colorful. And that's kind of the, I guess, probably the, you know, whole name of the game. Like you need to witness this, you know, miraculous light that washes over the world and inspires people with hope and joy. I love that. But, you know, can there be more, you know, like, does it have to be so Schindler's List? Can there be a little bit more color in the game? Like, <laughs> like, don't just do one thing in color. Like, what if as your character discovers the beauty of the world, you know, more color restores to it? You know, how about the giver? Let's, oh, uh, I was thinking Pleasantville. Ooh, that too. Yeah, um, yeah. What about a Pleasantville game? Spider-Man's in that, right? One of them. Um, and Barney Fife. Oh, right. Yep. And a woman comes using a bathtub. Uh, I think so. Well, that's where yeah. the clitoris is, isn't it? In the bathtub. Yeah, it's right yes. there. You put it under the hot water and just scald that thing, <laughs> and. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, those poor fifties people. Oh God. <laughs> you know, this this might be embarrassing and I shouldn't put this out there I can't for wait archive. to hear how this sentence ends. <laughs> when I first watched that movie as a adolescent teen, whenever it came out, I did not get that that's what was happening in that scene. It wasn't until viewing that movie again later where I was like, oh God, okay. Women Maybe. weren't allowed to bathe in the 50s. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> What's she where... so enjoyed about just taking a bath? <laughs> oh, God, okay. That's where the clitoris is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's in the tub, of course. <laughs> uh, no, David, maybe just as a young teen boy, that scene wasn't for you. Um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you uh, look back and you're like, I wasn't meant to understand that at this time. It's kind of how I'm looking at Toem, a photo adventure. Like, you know, it, with, it with context in the future, I will understand this game. <laughs> kind of reminds me of like watching Roger Ra Who Framed Roger Rabbit as a kid, and then watching it again as an adult, and like, oh mm -hmm. wow, this is a completely different movie. Yep. Yeah. There's that scene of Roger taking that hot bath. <laughs> That's not <laughs> what I meant. God damn it. <laughs> His ears twist up. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't get that when I was a kid. You know, the dip where they kill those shoes, it was actually, uh, the shoes were coming. Um, <laughs> the shoes were crazy. Clits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just dipping two clits in a dip. <laughs> two clits. Judge two Doom clits. fucking ultimate kingster. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Toem, it's, uh, it's really cute. 
It's, uh, like I said, you know, simple, hand-drawn, cartoony style. You can unlock, uh, you know, new outfits for your character. You help people out by taking pictures. Eventually, you climb a mountain and you take a picture of, like, a, a light phenomenon. It's just a, it's a charming game. Um, really, uh, and really a charming soundtrack. I, um... I really want to listen to the whole soundtrack the whole way through because you know I got a I got a good download of it. Uh, it's got some great composers. Uh, the composers, the main credited composers are Jamal Green and Launchable Socks, whatever that means. Um, but the uh, the soundtrack it seems to be broken up into like two distinct discs where. Uh, the, one, the first disc actually plays like an album. Like there's transitions between the songs where like you'll hear like nature noises or whatever, and then it moves into the next song. And then the uh, the second disc is more like the tracks that you'd hear in game. So it's you know the more distinct pieces with uh, you know just I don't know normal fades and things. But it, you know they they really put a lot of nice work into this soundtrack. It's a very very chill soundtrack. You know nice lo-fi beats. Uh, you know, just really, really great chill music. So, uh, enjoyable soundtrack for an adorable little game that, I, you know, I don't know, as I'm looking at it, like, you know, the, the way they're trying to push it on you is like, you know, oh, just, you know, enjoy the world, relax and take pictures and help people and, you know, like kind of soak up the vibe. And I'm like, you know, I'd be more into doing that if it weren't a black and white cartoon world like I, I i don't know man like it, it's a it's a cute game it's charming but it's not the kind of world i would just want to soak up yet so like you know i hope this game studio whoever they are the, these indie guys that made this game i hope they get to make something else because i'd love to see what else they have up their sleeve but uh yeah it's it's not the kind of game that i'm gonna run out and you know really just dive into because uh i think the main thing that i enjoyed about it was the soundtrack and i'm gonna do that at gttradio.com. It's a great place to enjoy fantastic video game music soundtracks. Um, so, yeah. Good uh, good game. Good tunes. Good night. Johnny, hit the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. Hey, hey, it's Johnny. Congratulations. Yeah, I did it. Well done. Unbelievable. Fucking, you know, Johnny Pacifist run over here. Mr. Johnny uh, Hippie Daisy. Fucking bringing the heat on our heatless episode. Well done, sir. Congratulations. Good old Johnny never shoot. Exactly. Johnny no clip. Johnny um, shooting blanks. There it is. Johnny Snip Snip. Um But yeah, you've you've done it, Johnny. You've uh you've eliminated all of us and won the episode, which means, of course, that you get to pick the theme for next week's episode. So I'm wondering if you actually won this episode with a theme in mind, or if mm-hmm. you're gonna be the utterly predictable king of game that tune. And do what I think you're about to do. No, so we were talking in Game of the Tune Radio recently about Christmas movies and how I tend to cry at a lot of Christmas movies. Uh, and so that got me thinking about, what about games where you feel something? It could be rage. It could be 
joy. You know, could be crying because they used the power of Christmas to save Santa somehow. You know, but a game where you you felt something when you played it. So is it a free play? <laughs> no, it's a it's a feel play. Hey, oh, I just cut my sound works. I thought I was done with it. Um, games no. in which you feel something. Yeah, there's emotion. This, this is inside a, of you. And... This is a theme that we've used before. It's like you have to experience an extreme emotion during a game. Like, yeah, I got you, Johnny. Usually, we choose hmm. an emotion, though. Like, okay, well, uh, at- rage. <laughs> we could just say rage games. Done. Games where you feel rage. That's, that's more valid than games in which you feel any emotion. <laughs> Do we want to like you know like go around the horn and name an inside out emotion and decide if that's the the theme that we want for next week or Johnny? Do you just want to pick the emotion? We already said rage. That's one of the emotions from inside out. So there we go. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Games that make you if feel jealousy. You <laughs> Have you seen Inside Out? Was jealousy no disgust was an emotion? Jealousy's not. It's fear, disgust, joy, sadness, and anger. Yeah, and now there's going to be a new one that apparently has anxiety. I don't know. I'm not going to memorize all the emotions from Inside Out. I just, you know, I'm not in touch with my emotions at all. My islands are solely focused on Johnny and insanity. (laughs) (laughs) The chat is recommending how about games making you feel horny, which is pretty good. I like that idea a lot. I mean, that's just like with no. your first that one. That is a dangerous idea. The games that if, that's, if that's something. one of the fucking emotions in the new Inside Out, then I'm really going to regret taking my kid to that next year. <laughs> hey, no, I'm anxiety. I'm horny. <laughs> you haven't given him the there's talk There's four yet? emotions. It's anxiety, embarrassment, um, and I can't remember the other two, but horny is not one of them. But yeah, so games that make you feel rage on the next uh, game that tune. Okay, I mean, I guess that's that's something. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool, Johnny. You know, you almost made me feel rage with that insane nebulous free play of a theme that you chose. So, uh, you know, games, uh, you know, rage games. That'll be uh, that'll be good for next week's episode. Well done, Johnny. We uh, we pared that down to a workable theme. Yeah, I, I do appreciate it when you use your king of the show powers to just do a free play when it's not really a free play. But no, I'm sorry. I had to. I've seen Inside Out too many times to not call that out. Yeah, there are more emotions than all emotions. <laughs> you should just pick one. <laughs> so. Yes, there, next week. There are more emotions than all emotions? I don't think that quite tracks. Talk right. about it with your therapist, David. Maybe you'll learn something about yourself. You Just know, saying. I will bring it up. Yes, uh. do. It's uh, it's valid. Trust me. I can be your therapist, David. But that's for another episode of Game That Tune. You win next week's episode. I'm, I'm providing everybody free, unlicensed, unsolicited <laughs> therapy. It's going to be good. Next but week on Game meantime, That Tune, Twin Flames Universe. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but no, first we got to get through Rage Game. So, you know, somewhere between that point of, uh, you know, Rage and Serenity lies next week's episode of Game That Tune. Um, it's going to be a good one, I think. Johnny, well-picked theme. And guys, well-played game. 
great episode tonight, guys. What a what a show it was. What an ideal world we live in in this single episode before we have to return to the world that is actually filled with guns. Uh. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. Rap, rap, we're back. Um, <laughs> and uh, we thank everybody for being here with us. We're live every Wednesday night. Thanks for watching with us. We're at twitch.tv slash game that tune. We love seeing you guys live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Uh, check us out, twitch.tv slash game that tune. Thank you, everybody, checking out us, uh, checking us out in podcast form. GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcast. That's the place to find the podcast. Tuesday mornings, uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we want to thank everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for awesome exclusives where we've got Game That Tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got movie commentaries. We've got all kinds of fun, goofy shit that we uh, love to do for you guys. And you help us uh, mainly keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream gttradio.com the home for video game music on the internet we love you guys supporting us and supporting that via patreon want to give a special shout out of course to our absurd fans on patreon talking about daniel perky taylor y sam l phoenix tier 2121 beast pond and the harrigan a fantastic group of patreon supporters that we have there um want to shout out our requester again our requester came uh, our request was from patreon surf fan beast pond thank you beast for the request uh discord is a great place to make them or you can make them at game that tune.club our fantastic social media site and uh you know we love getting requests and love even more getting requests from our patreon absurd fans so um make requests and also go to patreon we love you guys and that He's just going to just about do it. So, Johnny, it's time to take us home with bonus tunes. And I'm sure you've got something fantastic planned for these bonus tunes. I'm sure it ties into tonight's theme as well as next week's theme. Yeah, I think it's going to tie in in the sense that it's going to make you feel some rage. Uh, This is a big band swing metal cover of Mystic Cave Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Which, back in the day, was a stage that did make me rage quite a few times. This is quite a difficult stage, fairly late in the game. And, uh, yeah, that's my that's my bonus tunes. It's by uh, a group called the Tiberian Sons. Yeah, I feel nothing but rage learning of them. So, yeah. Great tunes, Johnny. Peace out, everybody!
Goes on for another three minutes. <laughs> Trip World is copyright 1992 Sunsoft. Samurai Showdown 2 is copyright 1994 SNK Corporation. F099 is copyright 2023 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Arcade Paradise is copyright 2022 Wired Productions. Tell him a photo adventure is copyright 2021 Something We Made. Was that an early fade, Johnny? Yes. Why? Well, I was hopeful almost four minutes long. I can bring it back. We can keep going. No, no, he no. Wasn't it's done fine, yet. man. He was almost yeah. there, but he wasn't done yet. <laughs> the hell, man? Fucking Blue Ball Jones over here. <laughs> you have no idea how abruptly the show is about to end. Do you think he got up on purpose to punish you? <laughs> <laughs> he had a very precise tie worked out, and I fucked it all up <laughs> by fading it. He timed his piss perfectly, and now <laughs> there's no jug to be seen. <laughs> oh, man. So, has any of you guys done anything without guns lately? I've been playing Mario Wonder. Oh, good. I've pretty much everything that I've done my entire life has been without guns. Oh, well enough. Yeah, yeah I've never used a gun myself. Besides a water gun, but that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Super soakers. Oh, John didn't ask us for any answers yet. But it's time. Yeah. Alright, who's got some answers? <laughs> I know it. <laughs> 